Happy New Year's! I am thrilled you're here. I'm your host, Ann Vandergriff, and today we're diving into a chat about kicking our own doubts to the curb and finally making moves on the things that have been pulling at our heartstrings. Ready to shake off the hesitation and embrace some action? Momentum Podcast, where we talk with real women and hear their stories of mastering the art of balancing business, motherhood, life, and a little bit of everything else in between. Get ready to be inspired and create your own unstoppable momentum. Well, before we get into today's topic about getting out of your own way, I wanted to introduce myself for those that don't personally know me and kind of touch on what momentum is all about. So who is Ann Vandergriff? Well, for starters, I'm a mother to three, ranging from the ages of eight to 16, or they will be in a couple of weeks at least. And I have been <clears throat> an entrepreneur for the better part of 12-ish years. I'm a realtor, a, rec- a newer realtor. I've been a realtor for the last three years and I've owned Realtor Pro Media, which is a real estate photography company for the last, um, well, it kind of transitioned from Ann Vandergriff Photography into Realtor Pro Media. So I've been a photographer the last 12 years, but the last six primarily real estate photography. <clears throat> and in 2023, I rebranded the photography company completely into Realtor Pro Media. So I really niched down and made that decision. So yeah. Um, I've been an entrepreneur for, I'd say the last 12-ish years, um, in various industries, not just photography. Me and my husband have owned some businesses together and I have owned some other types of businesses in different industries and that's who I am. And what is the idea of momentum? Well, momentum pretty much encompasses the idea of be the person you needed And momentum was created to kind of give somebody else support in the earlier days of their entrepreneurial journey or just support now as you're balancing motherhood and business and what that looks like. It can get messy and sometimes it can get lonely. So I thought it was important to bring other women on this show and hear their stories, their successes, their struggles. So if someone out there feels alone, they don't have to feel alone. What can you expect to hear when you tune into Momentum? Well, obviously, lots of business topics, motherhood, life, motivation. And this podcast is really just for women who want more. So you don't have to own your own business. Um, You don't have to be a mother. But if you want more out of life, even if it's just to find more joy, this is the spot for you. Okay, now on to our topic of today, which is getting out of our own way. The first step is recognizing common self-sabotaging behaviors. If you really look at your life, you will find the patterns. Once you see the patterns, you can kind of see what the triggers are and hopefully stop them before you start snowballing. The first, the first self-sabotaging behavior is negative self-talk. How you speak to yourself 
matters. I can almost see my teenagers rolling their eyes as I say this because words become things and words are powerful. And I tell them this all the time, but they do not listen to me because, you know, mom, moms don't know anything. But truly, how you talk to yourself will determine how you feel about yourself and how you feel about yourself will either give you energy to take action or to hold you back. So we have to reframe how we are speaking to ourselves because more often than not, we are saying some pretty devastating things to ourselves and we're believing them. And what's really sad is some of the things we tell ourselves we would never, ever tell somebody else. Fear of failure is another really common self-sabotaging behavior. A lot of times we will close the door to opportunities before they even open because we're scared. Failure is necessary. I don't know what stage in your business you're in or what stage in life you're in, but you're going to make mistakes and you are going to fail at some things and that's okay. We all do it. You know, I could write a book on what not to do in business because I've made every mistake. I have failed every which way and I have learned a lot of good lessons in those moments. Now, as you're going through that moment, you might not understand that because you're in the thick of it. But when you're on the other side, you realize it was so necessary for the growth that comes afterwards. The third common self-sabotaging behavior is perfectionism. And let me tell you, this is one I struggle a lot with. A lot of the times I'm waiting for everything to be in place, everything to be perfect, and then I'll start. And that is just not how things go. What I am learning and what I'm going into 2024 with is I don't have to have it all figured out. It doesn't have to look perfect. It doesn't have to sound perfect. If you're listening to this podcast, you are going to hear me stutter. You're going to hear me make up words. You're going to hear me say thoughts that make absolutely no sense, but for some reason they made sense in my head. But then when they came out, they jumbled all up. And no one's going to be perfect in the beginning anyways. It's a learning process. You learn as you go and you, and you tweak things. Don't let this idea of it has to be perfect before I start hold, hold you back from all you can be and all the, the potential you have. One of my perfectionism struggles is this podcast in general. I have put this off for years and years and years because I didn't have the right background. I didn't have this in order. I wanted this to look a certain way. I wanted, you know, I had to have the topics planned out. And I knew I just, I had to make the decision last year before we jumped into 2024 that it was now or never. And I didn't have to have it all figured out, but I just needed to start. So I started filming the podcast. I didn't even know what platform or how to put it out there. But I was like, if I don't start, I'm never going to. I cannot allow these little, these little unimportant, unimportant steps hold me to hold me back. See, I'm stumbling. And so I just put it out there. And I'm probably not going to listen to this or any other of the episodes because I'll probably pick them apart and I'll get in my head. But I know 
as soon as I get into the routine, as soon as I get comfortable, it will all work itself out. So that was my little, my little perfectionism feat for the year. So how do we tackle this negative self-talk? Well, a good one is a lot of people love affirmations. I would tell you to look into something called tapping if you are if you are an affirmation person. I prefer tapping. And tapping is a whole podcast in itself, so we're not going to get into that and what it is or any of the scientifics behind it. But what I like about tapping is you acknowledge you are not the person yet or you don't have these behaviors yet, you're not self-disciplined yet, but you're working on it and you are capable of it. Affirmations sometimes feel phony to me because it's hard to look at myself in the mirror and tell myself I'm this super disciplined person, I'm super consistent, X, Y, and Z, and I know I'm not. I'm not always that person And so to me, that feels fake. And then when I feel fake, it kind of increases my imposter syndrome fears. And so then instead of being positive, I'm now hyper-focusing on everything I am not. So look into tapping if you're similar. Similar in terms of the affirmations, if you feel like you start snowballing on the negative versus embracing the positive whatever you're telling yourself in the mirror. Another great technique is visualization. I love this one. I'm all about a good vision board, but I will tell you all vision boards are not made equal. So you need to get very clear on who you want to be on a day-to-day basis. Forget the main goal. I mean, keep it in mind as you're, (laughs) because you got to do the action steps, but the process in the day-to-day is way more important than the overall goal because if you show up every day, the goal is going to happen. You're going to hit that goal. So how do you show up every day? What does that person look like? Who does she hang out with? What does she wear? What does she eat? What does her morning routine look like? How does she show up? Then create pictures and post them all over your little board of that person and look at it every day. Trust me, it works. It reminds you of who you want to be and what that looks like. It's just a daily reminder. Surround yourself with positivity. That That's a really great one to kind of counteract the negative talk that you give yourself. Because if you find yourself hanging around other people that are negative... It's just going to fuel that negative talk in your, in your own head. So be around people that are going to be optimistic. <clears throat> find the silver lining and help you find the silver lining because we all need those pick-me-ups every now and then. And really, you are who you hang out with. You'll hear me say that over and over and over again. Encourage self-compassion and self-love. A lot of times... This negative self-talk comes from a place of us just not 
having grace for ourselves and not really seeing all we've accomplished and all we've put in. A lot of times we can have this to-do list that is a mile long and we might not finish the entire to-do list, but there was a lot of great action and a lot of things we marked off the list, but just because we didn't finish, we're beating ourselves up for it. I like to do, it's not a to-do list, but a list at the end of the day, kind of jotting down what I got accomplished. Because some days are so hectic and chaotic that it feels like nothing got accomplished. So to remind myself what I did get accomplished reminds me that, you know, that was not, not as productive as I had hoped, but I did make steps forward. So it is important to have grace with yourself and compassion because not every day is going to look the same, but as long as we're making those tiny steps, that's all that matters. There is beauty in imperfection. You just have to see it. First, we have to let go of that need of perfection and that is easier said than done, but a first good step is setting realistic expectations. I don't know about you guys, but my to-do list on a given day is wild. And sometimes I will schedule every minute out of the day and pray nothing will go wrong because if something so much as someone hiccups, it throws everything off course. And to me, that's not very realistic. I'm setting myself up for failure. So we are working on that. We have to set realistic expectations. And a good way of doing that is creating really tiny habits so that we have those little wins. Because what tends to happen is we have this huge expectation. We don't meet it. And then we fail And then that negative self-talk, that perfectionism starts really overwhelming our thoughts and telling us that we aren't good enough. We can't do it because, so we have to, it's good to have high expectations, but those daily action steps need to be realistic to get to that point or else we'll just go backwards. We have to learn from our mistakes and our setbacks. Why why did we fail? Why was what caused the mistake to happen? Let's not do it again. If you know scheduling every minute out of the day is never going to work, but you keep doing it, you're constantly going to feel overwhelmed and like a failure every single day. We have to be realistic. Let's not say no to that or let's not say yes to that today. Let's put that on tomorrow's list. Let's prioritize our day. We have to, we have to give ourselves a little help. We are not super women as much as we would love for that to be true. We have to conquer this fear of failure. Failure is just part of the journey. It's part of your story. 
and it's going to carve the path out to where you're going. Don't be afraid of failure. That is where all the learning comes from. You have to shift the mindset. You're not failing. You're growing and you're learning. I recently pasted uh, or taped, I guess. No one pastes anything anymore. It's not failure. It's just a growth opportunity and a learning experience. I have this um, quote that I've printed out and put on my front door as a reminder. And it says something along the lines of, there are no losses, only learning and opportunities. You have to celebrate the small victories. We kind of touched on that already. Because if you don't, you'll get discouraged and you'll stop. So you have to you have to acknowledge all the little action steps you're doing. <clears throat> you have to take inspired action. What are your passions? What are your goals? Are you working towards them? Or are you working in the opposite direction? I think that's really good about the I think that's why it's important to do the visualization techniques. Because once you can visualize who you want to be every day. You can identify if you're working in the right direction. A good example of this is I've always wanted a little coffee shop. Always. Absolutely always. I even have a name. It's going to be Martha Ann's. Named after my great-grandmother, but also my name. Her name is Martha Ann too, but anyways. I wanted to create this beautiful little cafe a really creative workspace, comfortable. There's hardly any comfortable cafes. Can we talk about that? I just want a really good comfy seat so I can work and not these really hard plastic chairs. But anyways, that's, that's a goal of mine, or was. And then I had to really look at who I wanted to be every day. How did I want to show up? What did my life look like? And I have made a mission statement for my personal life. <clears throat> and I have made core values for my personal life. And one of those is freedom. Freedom to travel, freedom to be a mom, freedom, freedom. Freedom to wake up and decide what I want to do every day. Freedom in the decision-making process of my business. Freedom is a big core value for me. And unfortunately, when I look at a coffee shop, there would be no freedom. I would be stuck to a brick or mortar cafe style location. It would need so much attention. There's recipes to be made. There's, <clears throat> a, it's very involved. And it wouldn't give me the freedom I needed. But had I not gotten clear on who and what and how I wanted to show up every day, I, I would have still hung on hung on to this idea of that's where I want to be. Now, unless Martha Ann's becomes a traveling coffee shop, then maybe potentially one day, but as it sits a brick and mortar just doesn't follow my my long-term goals, but I would not have known that if I didn't get clear on my passions and my goals and what I wanted my life to look like. So you have to identify what's important in your life. And I've seen people say, well, I don't have all these big dreams or these 
you know, these passions, but you do. You're just overwhelming yourself and overthinking what they are. There's something that's important to you or lights your heart on fire, and it might not be what traditionally other people have seen as dreams and passions, but it can be yours. I mean, your passion might just to be to show up every day to be the best mom you can be. So everyone's passions and goals look so different. And yes, you do have them. You just have to get clear on them. Clarity. You have to set achievable milestones. Again, this goes back to the small victories. But if we set ourselves up to make small, little, if we're able to make little short-term goals, the traction, you're able to build the traction and create the momentum you need. How do you do all of this? Well, you need accountability and you need a really great support system. You can't always do it by yourself and you shouldn't have to do it by yourself. Well, you say, Anne, I don't, I don't have any friends that are growth-minded. I don't have any friends that are positive. I don't, we have different interests. I don't, I don't know where to find that accountability or that support system. Well, you, you can't find it at home or doing the same things. First of all, you have to put yourself out there and that can be uncomfortable. Show up to a local networking group. It's going to take time to build relationships, but if you don't show up, consistently, it's never going to happen. A good example of this was about six years ago, I was going through some personal things and I felt so lost and alone. And I showed up to a women's Bible study and I had shown up to this woman's Bible study because they had series, multiple series over, you know, they offer it every year at certain times. And I had shown up to one or two and quit going. And I really showed up for this one. And I learned so much about myself. I created so many great relationships that I still have fostered and still talk to people. And I felt so full. But had I just showed up to one, I would have never been able to create these relationships with these women. So you have to show up for yourself consistently in order to find those support systems. Go to a networking group. If, if you can't find any of those things, go find your people online. Follow certain people that you admire on social media. What are they doing every day? Listen to really great podcasts. I have a podcast list a mile long. And when I'm feeling down or discouraged, I will pop that on to motivate me. So you don't always have to have physical people, but you have to go out there and find some type of support. So let's kind of recap on today. Let's recap on today's podcast. Okay, let's do a quick recap. We have to recognize our self-sabotaging behaviors. There is a pattern And we just have to pay attention. We have to find out what our triggers are so that when we see the snowball starting, we can stop it before it's destroyed all the hard work we've put. I hate taking 10 steps forward and then taking five steps back. But when when we find our patterns, we're able to adjust certain behaviors. 
before they get out of hand. We have to tackle that negative self-talk. Change your mindset. Words are powerful. Embrace perfection. Imperfection. I'm sorry. Not perfection. Embrace imperfection. It's beautiful. It's part of the journey. Conquer the fear of failure. Take inspired action. Find a tribe that's going to support you and love you for who you are and where you're going. You have the ability to overcome these self-imposed barriers. I believe in you. And I believe in you because if I can do it, I know you can do it. And if anybody struggles with self-imposed barriers, it's me. I put up so many barriers and then I'll knock them down and then I put them right back up and it's this constant fight. But if I can do it, I know you can do it. Sometimes it just takes takes being around a community of women that feel the same so we can remind ourselves how powerful we really are. That wraps up today's episode on self-sabotaging behavior. I hope you subscribe to the Momentum community because your journey is unique and your momentum is unstoppable. Get ready to be inspired, uplifted, and empowered. This is Momentum, where real women, real stories, and real success converge. See you next Monday. Thank you.